Hi everyone and welcome back to Just Following Up, the podcast that helps you come up with story ideas and pitch them for publication. Before we get into this episode, I want to encourage you all to tweet me your general story ideas or topics. Uh, You don't have to reveal your angle, uh, but tweet them for suggestions on where to pitch those stories you've been working on. Uh, You can reach me at Brooke Nisley with the hashtag just following up. Um, Again, I don't need the angle of your story, just a pithy line about your idea like uh, brain damage and romantic comedies, the most recent article I published that I'm going to talk about, or sexual harassment in the workplace, similar to my unpaid intern story. You get the idea. Uh, You can also DM me pitches on Twitter for feedback uh, if you want me to take a look at... uh, specific pitches you've written, uh, I'll take a gander at the first 10 I get. Uh, again, my Twitter handle, handle is at Brooke Nisley, Nisley with a K and Brooke with a B. By now, you probably have some pitches crafted for your story ideas, but they're not ready to be sent if you haven't tailored each of those pitches to the publication you plan to send them to. Editors uh, want to know that you know what type of content they publish uh, and their audience's desires for content that they read. At the end of the day, I've said this before and I'll say it again, this is a business and editors are trying to sell copies or clicks. They're not going to commission anything not suited to their audience. And why would they? It'd be like opening The New Yorker to an article about celebrity gossip. The average reader of The New Yorker would be pissed that this is what they were paying for. And therein lies the first question you need to answer. Which publication does your story fit into? Well... That depends entirely on the topic of your story and your angle. Uh, For example, I recently had a pitch accepted by Vice's Tonic about brain damage as a trope or plot device in romantic comedies. The same pitch had been rejected from Washington Post's op-ed section because the editor didn't think two movies made a trend. Uh, The editor's precise words were, Thanks for the pitch. I think two movies is probably not enough for us to hang a trend piece on, but if something else emerges in close succession, we might be able to make this work. And that points to Washington Post's land. They want timely, current content. They're more interested in op-eds that'll make a splash or identify our current trend, uh, not recalling past movies and a deep dive into a trope across a long, long period of time. So I wasn't willing to wait around and see if another brain damage romantic comedy would come out. And I wanted to write a piece uh, while the the flick was still in theaters. uh, Isn't it romantic? was still in theaters. Um, So I decided to take the pitch elsewhere and mark it as timely. 
having previously had encouraging rejections, in other words, um, I would get rejections such as passing on this one, but you get us. Pitch again uh, from an editor at Vice's Tonic. I took it there and that pitch was accepted. So I'll actually pitch the full uh, or I'll post the full pitch on the blog post for this episode and an annotated version uh, showing the pieces that made it uh, a solid pitch and I think contributed to why it was accepted. Um, And this moves us to the second question you need to consider. Are you targeting the right vertical and the right editor? Had I pitched this to Vice News, it honestly probably wouldn't even have garnered a response. The editors would have been like, does she even know us? We have a health vertical. If you can't do the research on the publication, the editors aren't going to believe you have the wherewithal to do the research on an actually commissioned piece. Again, they're a business, and every pitch is a mini-job interview. Would you go to an interview knowing nothing about the company? Maybe so, (laughs) but you wouldn't get hired. Part of this research is making sure the publication you're targeting hasn't written about your topic before or in the same way uh, that they've already covered it, that you're proposing a fresh angle or a way of approaching it. You can search a site using Google by inputting the word site followed by a colon, no space, and the publication's URL. Then put a space and the keywords for your story to see if they've covered it before and how. This is part of knowing the publication and what it's recently put out. Put it this way, if you pitch an idea they've covered and it was only recently covered, if it went live, uh, let's say in the past couple of months, it does kind of make you look bad and gives them a heads up that you don't read their publication or that you haven't done your homework. If you're really blanking on potential places to try to place your piece, there's a website called wheretopitch.com, conveniently located at wheretopitch.com. It lets you enter a general topic and suggest verticals within that space. It doesn't respond to super specific queries, so try to think where your uh, your piece would fit in broadly. Um, So now remember that preliminary research you did earlier? Uh, Here's where it comes into play. Use hard data to whet an editor's appetite. They love seeing a topic that affects many people or has recent studies done about it. Remember, this is basically a job interview for yourself and your story. Show them people want to read this story, that it affects a lot of people, or they've shown a lot of interest in the topic in other uh, circumstances, uh, other publications, other news uh, coverage has happened, uh, but again, with a different angle. Uh, Also, share why you're the one to write it. This comes back to uh, the part 
of the job interview that shows you're the right person to tell this story. Uh, so whether uh, the reason why you're the one to write it is because of your personal relationship to the topic, uh, your educational background, or other associated experiences. So as you can see, narrowing down the perfect publication to pitch is dependent on many factors and takes a decent amount of research in itself. Building relationships ups your chances and turns a cold pitch into a warm pitch. It's a really worthwhile endeavor. Next time I'll talk about the different relationships I spent cultivating with different editors over months before I finally placed stories at their publications. Pitching stories and placing them isn't an overnight thing. Uh, I, I really want to drive that point home. It takes time, dedication, and practice. It can be disheartening, but take solace in the fact that these editors need to commission stories. They have to fill pages and put out content. Pitching them is giving them more options. So don't question if it's the right time or if you really should. They need to commission pieces. Why not yours? Unfortunately, they can't accept everything, and you shouldn't take a rejection personally. Doing your research and adding a timely hook ups your chances. Building relationships adds even more incentive for an editor to want to publish your piece. But it really comes back to it, they're not going to publish it if it doesn't have solid statistics and a timely hook. So I'll see you next time where I'll talk of the interesting ways I came to accrue bylines and why rejections aren't no's to you as a writer, and they're not forever. Uh, again, be sure to check out the annotated pitch uh, I talked about in today's episode on the episode's blog page, and tweet general story ideas or topics to at Brooke Nisley with the hashtag just following up for suggestions on where to pitch them. I'll also take a look at the first 10 pitches DM to me uh, for to give you feedback. So hit me with those if you have one ready. Uh, I'll see you next time and happy pitching. <laughs>